This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 11 minutes past 11 o'clock and as we shift gears and enter into a new conversation now in the midst of environmental crises and mounting concerns about sustainability Innovative solutions are emerging to tackle one of the most pressing challenges of our time, and that's uh, waste management. And in a country like South Africa, where household waste uh, separation and collection remains uh, uh, relatively low, the rates remain low, the need for creative approaches to incentivize recycling is more urgent than ever. Enter Regionize, a trailblazing initiative founded by social entrepreneurs Chad Robertson as well as Gazim Lomiti. And this visionary concept offers a free recycling service to households uh, coupled with a unique reward system that allows participants to earn virtual currency dubbed the Rimali, which can be used to purchase groceries and airtime as well. And this ingenious blend of uh, sustainability and community empowerment is not only about transforming waste management, management uh, sorry, my apologies, but also paving the way for a more inclusive and environmentally conscious future. And at the heart of Regionize lies a, a commitment to addressing the root cause of waste pollution while empowering communities to take charge of their environment uh, footprint as well by partnering with uh, waste pickers and also leveraging digital technologies. Uh, Robertson and MT have created a holistic solution that not only incentivizes recycling, but also supports local economies and fosters uh, behavioral change. Let's hear from these gentlemen ourselves, uh, Chad and Kazimlo. A pleasure to have you on the program this morning. Good morning. Good morning to all the listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, Chad, I'll start with you. Uh, Speak to us about what inspired you to embark on this journey of uh, founding Regionize, and, and how did you envision addressing the challenges regarding waste management? Sure. Yeah, I think it's been a... You know, a long journey for us. Um, we were inspired by the, the, the plastic epidemic, really, um, in South Africa and across the world. That's what got us started on this journey. Um, but as we got to learn more about this industry, we saw that there's more challenges. You know, we saw that something like recycling is a big inequality when it comes to access to services across our country, um, where you know only the minority has access to these services. And then if you look at the plight of the waste reclaimers, they're doing the most work in the sector, collecting up to 80% of all the paper and packaging waste for recycle. Yet they they earn the least and work in the most horrible conditions. And we realize that recycling, especially at a collection perspective at a household level, Hmm. needs to be addressed for the entire uh, country and something needs to be built for our context. Hence why we built the solution. Songkazi, the concept to using virtual currency uh, called uh, Rimali as well uh, to incentivize recycling is truly groundbreaking. Uh, could you delve into the mechanisms of Rimali and explain how households can earn and utilize this virtual currency? Um, yeah, so the virtual currency basically works like a point system. Um, so think of, I don't know, a, a loyalty-based system where if you perform an activity um, such as recycling, Uh, For every activity you perform, you earn these points. And then these points um, can be redeemed at a local spaza shop that we sign up in the community or, for example, in-app where they can uh, 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 exchange their Rimali or their points for a voucher, which they can use at a local grocery store. We list uh, various vouchers, even data and airtime, etc. It was inspired by 
uh, are getting people um, to actually perform these actions where they would otherwise never perform them before. So it's one thing, for example, to provide a service. It's another thing to motivate people to actually participate in the service. And that is the value that uh, Rimali really brings. So, Chad, the partnership model with uh, Waste Pickers is quite integral to the success of this of this business. Could you share more about how you engage with these uh, waste pickers and also the support you provide them to ensure uh, the sustainability and inclusivity of your initiative? Certainly, yeah, it is quite integral and one of the biggest challenges we had with this model. Um, you know, when we started engaging with, with waste reclaimers, uh, we tried to understand what are the challenges um, and what's not working for them in the current space. Um, and we, with our solution, we tried to address all of them. And so how we did that is by building what we call a decentralized recycling hubs. This is the way we enable free recycling. And so we place these micro recycling units within communities. We engage with the local reclaimers from the community. Um, and we talk to them about, you know, the solution we want to bring and how we can improve them, mm. um, their lives. And one big thing is dignity. You know, people don't want to be scratching through bins. Yes, they need money, but they yeah. don't want to be scratching through bins. It's very undignified. And what we've brought to this whole process and to their lives, more importantly, is dignity. You know, we provide them with means of transport to collect the recyclables, a uniform, identity, um, and connect them to households who have separated the recyclables so they can get access to clean recyclables. And very proudly, we've recently been able to start providing the reclaimers a minimum wage, which is fantastic because, you know, on average, um, a reclaimer in South Africa earns around 1,500 grand a month. And to be able to get at least a minimum wage, according to our country, mm. that is really fantastic and something we've been um, very proud of as a company. A quick reminder that we are in conversation with our guests, uh, Chad Robertson, uh, innovator and co-founder of Regionize, as well as Nkazimlo Miti, who's also an innovator and co-founder of this business. This forms part of our Innovation Wednesdays uh, segment and uh, really speaking about recycling, paving the way to uh, for some to buy groceries or even airtime using this uh, virtual currency. Gazi, as you'd know, South Africa faces... Uh, unique challenges in terms of uh, digital adoption and also connectivity, particularly in uh, low-income communities. Uh, how has Regionize navigated these challenges and, and what strategies have you employed to ensure accessibility and also participation across this diverse uh, socio-economic background? I think one of the uh, really key things to our model is the uh, customer discovery that we do. So basically, we perform uh, feasibility studies in the area to understand, for example, what is the access available in terms of digital services. We look at uh, measuring, for example, how many people have access to mobile devices. Of those that have mobile devices, how many have access to, to data? And we do have a, a deep understanding of how expensive uh, uh, data is um, in the country. And one of the ways that we, we sort of uh, meet our users and our customers halfway is we have offline and online versions of the Rimali platform as well as ways in which they can sign up. Just to give you an idea, um, a household that is signed up uh, under the, the regionized, uh, we call it uh, the REACT uh, program, um, that is the free recycling uh, program, um, a household that signs up can sign up uh, in a variety of ways. One, 
Um, there's more of a concierge approach where uh, uh, local youth um, under the ages of 25 are employed temporarily um, by Regionize to actually perform door-to-door canvassing and, and door-to-door sign-up of households, spending up to 30 minutes per household, educating, training them on what the service is. Um, that's the one point. Uh, the other way a user can sign up is via USSD service or, for example, going online. Um, what we found is that um, the offline versions work quite well in terms of getting people onto the service. In terms of Rimali, the online version is obviously the application that we have, the Rimali application. Um, the offline version is we sign up local spaza shops. So wherever we set up um, our infrastructure in a community, we will sign up various local spaza shops where you as a, a customer or a household that is registered under this program and is earning Rimali can actually go to the spaza shop uh, with your Rimali code, which is SMS to you or given to you in the form of a uh, QR card. And you can go and redeem your Rimali at that spaza shop by exchanging it for whatever product or, or product or service that is being sold at that spaza shop. So we try to make it as easy as possible for people to have one, no excuse to participate in the, in the, in the program, yeah, as yeah. well as to actually uh, make the service as accessible as possible to the point where there's multiple avenues and, and uh, that uh, multiple avenues in which the user or the customer is able to benefit uh, from the offering that we have. Mm-hmm. We continue our discussion with our guests. Uh, that is uh, Chad Robertson as well as Nkazim Lomiti. They are both innovators and uh, co-founders of this uh, exciting business that is uh, Regionize. And also speaking about uh, this uh, currency that they've developed called uh, Rimali and how it aims to incentivize uh, those involved in this uh, recycling process. We continue with this discussion in a short while. Power Talk. 9 a.m. to noon. Indeed, this is Power Talk, and this is uh, our Innovation Wednesdays uh, segment where we are speaking about recycling, paving the way to buy groceries and airtime using virtual currency as well. And we are speaking to the co founders and uh, innovators of this exciting business that is uh, regionized. It's uh, Chad Robertson uh, as well as Nkazimlo Miti. Uh, Chad, looking into the future, uh, I want to get an idea of the plans that you have for the expansion of this business and also looking at growth. How do you envision Regionize evolving in the coming years to really further your mission of promoting sustainability and community resilience? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, you know, one of our big drives is sustainability. Um, we've obviously our model is very socially driven. And with that comes a lot of challenges when it comes to the sustainability of it. Um, if you just want to do recycling, there's much more easy ways of doing recycling. You know, you get a truck and you go and collect recyclables. But the way we're doing it comes with a lot of challenges as well as a lot of expenses. So our big push has been how do we make this model sustainable on a big scale? And that's our focus right now. We've managed to get to a point of, you know, where we can say this model now works. It's sustainable. We've done a lot of work on it, did a lot of lessons we had to learn. And now we are ready to, you know, scale it to the broadest Africa. And that's part of what we're working on at the, at the moment. And, yeah, it's quite an exciting time for us to get to that stage. However, we realize that, you know, recycling is only one part of this mission of ours, which, and our mission really at Regionize is how do we enable and encourage people to live what mm-hmm. we call imperfect zero-waste lifestyles. And what that means is, you know, we want you to, do, to recycle and have access to these services, but there's more we found through this journey that people can do simply. And a big one of that was avoidance. You know, how do we get people to avoid creating too much waste? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and unnecessary plastics. Another solution we founded last year, which we piloted and had quite good success with for our pilot, was a concept called Zero Waste Spaza, effectively converting existing Zero Waste uh, Spaza shops into Zero Waste shops. And what that means is instead of creating single-use plastics or extra plastics from the shop, people would come and shop at the, at the Spaza shop with their own containers. They would buy through dispensers we've installed in the Spaza shops. You know, access to rice, maize, olive oil, um, things like that would be accessible to them. Yeah. And they would be able to purchase according to their wallet. So if you only have two rand and you can want some two rand rice, you literally can buy two rand rice, two rand maize, mm. two rand worth of oil, for example. And these are the, the solutions that we're coming up with as well through the company that's helping that mission of getting people mm. to live mm. more of a zero-waste lifestyle but importantly, building it for our context in South Africa, not just adopting what's been done in the rest of the world, um, but really retrofitting it and making it work for our context. Gentlemen, if you'll allow me to take a quick call right now uh, from Lorato, who also wants to add to this uh, conversation. Lorato, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning to your guests. Uh, gentlemen, I'm, I'm quite excited about what you guys are doing. Uh, and, and I like that one, you acknowledge that the technology itself, or it is the platform that you created, is not novel, right? But I want to say to you that uh, as a storyteller, right, I would say, I know, and I know, uh, you know, Chad was talking about the problem they're solving for now, right, which is the mission to get as many people to, you know, think about ways differently and do ways differently. But in my view, you are selling dignity, right? In a world where uh, you know, the, the, the rising, rising cost of living, you, you know, literally chips away from people's dignity, ability to, you know, when, when they have to, uh, you know, either afford food, decent food, you know, uniform for their children and all of that. That is what you are, able, you are, able, you are enabling them to do. But secondly, and what Chad was talking to around scaling, mm. right? One of the things that I've worked with a company called Schneider Electric is a, a global uh, a listed uh, company uh, in, in the power management. They have a similar kind of approach uh, where they, you know it's it's run around honey crew. Yeah. Uh, and I think that if you're to partner, with, firstly identify such companies which are already thinking about ways that mm-hmm. way, monetizing and making sure that people are able to clean their environment and in clean their environment, then they're able to trade exchange uh, to get you know what. They need for their daily living. I think that you're going to scale quicker mm. because then you're not only dependent on yourself uh, as a platform, but there are many others who can help you, you know, go the, on the journey a lot quicker. Thank you, Nkanza. Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, Lorato in uh, Kempton Park uh, speaking to us there. And uh, Gazi, I'll take uh, I'll take this one to you. Uh, give us uh, your response to Lorato's uh, suggestions and also elaborate. He spoke about uh, partnerships as well. Have you formed any partnerships with uh, stakeholders and how have these collaborations contributed? to the success and scalability of the business yeah. that is regionized. Um, yeah, um, thank you very much for that, Lerato. You know, partnerships and uh, synergies is very important to making sure that this model is uh, uh, scalable. Um, just to give you an example of uh, how we've been able to reach this point where we have a, a model that is, is ready for scale. We've done a lot uh, of work with uh, through SAB Foundation, for example, who are uh, one of our very initial um, investors into this model uh, to get it to a point where we would be able to demonstrate uh, what the model is is capable of. And from SAB Foundation evolved to SAB itself um, and AB InBev. Um, and 
those partnerships are important in terms of enabling us to access um, newer markets as well as to be able to also, uh, for example, duplicate this across the country, knowing that mm-hmm. in various markets in the country, we will have access uh, 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 to that market and be able to have access, for example, to support um, that will enable us to basically be retrofitted to whatever that market desires. Right. Um, because in, in providing this kind of service, it's very important to have those types of partnerships in place. Another one, for example, um, is uh, some uh, work that we, we, we're currently putting in place uh, with uh, IOBA, a subsidiary of um, MTN, mm. um, who are basically aiding in the digital side uh, where we'll be able to provide uh, data-free access um, to users. Uh, because like I said earlier, you know, data is expensive. Mm-hmm. And if, for example, we're providing this uh, app that has a lot of functionality that would enable people to earn a lot more Rimali, participate in a lot more uh, different uh, uh, services linked to uh, what our company offers. Yeah. It's important to uh, give them that platform where uh, they will not be needing to uh, purchase data, for example, in order to access that. Um, they would be able to access uh, Rimali via the Ayoba platform, for example, um, and various other strategic mm. partnerships as well. And yeah, that, 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 that is a very important part of our, our company, just to mention a few. Gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, speaking to us about this uh, exciting business that is uh, regionized in uh, shaping a more sustainable future of uh, South Africa and beyond using uh, recycling and also incentivizing the users of this uh, particular program. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.